Welcome to Design Brethren Podcast. I am Tanner Hawks. I am David Short. Jackson O'Brien. And I have something to share with everybody. A work of the spirit I don't know. <laughs> you could call it that. Last night, in a fever dream, I'm laying on my living room floor, suffering. Uh-huh. Not knowing what we're going to do for a second episode. Not e- not knowing my name. I, I just... <laughs> I was out of the body. <laughs> and let me tell you, I don't know why I Googled it, but I think I Googled brethren. I don't know why. <laughs> like, that's how desperate I was. How low you stoop. <laughs> the low point for us. <laughs> and I discovered a magical mm-hmm. second Eden well. of a land. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. There is a Brethren, Michigan. Mm. What? Say it isn't so. There is a town called Brethren. <laughs> and so I have thrown out all the other topics I wanted to do. <laughs> and they were substantial. We were going to talk about some real some real stuff. Oh, yeah. Like we always We promise. are going to devote an entire episode to telling you about the magical place that is Brethren, Michigan. They deserve it. <laughs> Brethren is definitely not a second Garden of Eden. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Different impressions coming out of this. Let's episode. be clear. Everything I found out, information-wise, was positive, was biblical, was wholesome. <laughs> and I would say, very clearly, Brethren Michigan has no faults. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> It's a tough thesis, man. I look forward to seeing how you prove it. <laughs> Dave, it seems like you're a little skeptical here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, start, I'm starting to wonder if we looked up the same brethren. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at the one on the other side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. That's the exclusive brethren. Right, not the, open, not the open one. Yeah. Zinger. <laughs> yeah, no, Dave, I mean, this might knock down Edmonton as the <laughs> holiest city in the world. Uh, well, it's not even a city. Yeah. Did anybody <laughs> figure out the popula- no, no, it's not. population of this I, joint? I got from from 2010 a population of 410 people. No way. <laughs> There's like four rows <laughs> in that town. <laughs> It's technically not even a town. <laughs> yeah. It's in it's in a county or something. Katie looked up real estate in in Brethren, and you, there's this lot, this picture of a lot. It's like overgrown forest, and then there's oh. there's just these like it looks like the ruins of an ancient civilization. There's what? these concrete walls <laughs> that go up, you know, like three feet high of an outline of a house. And that's that's a property you can buy. <laughs> no, listen, the property at Brethren is very affordable. <laughs> yes, that would is. make that would make sense. I am seriously considering doing some investment. <laughs> Let's talk about the town. Let's talk about this glorious, glorious unincorporated community. I think is the technical name. Jackson, why don't you start our tour of this pilgrim site that all brethren should be um, traveling to? Right. So the tour begins in 1900 <laughs> when oh, <a> history tour. <laughs> Samuel S. Thorpe founded this community and called it <laughs> Brethren. 
of all the things he wanted to... Why did he call it Brethren, Jackson? He... This fellow was a member of the German Baptist Brethren, I believe. And, uh, mm-hmm. which is uh, different than Plymouth Brethren that we're more familiar with, I think, at least. But is it though? It's, is it really? There is a no. few. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So <laughs> I don't know if you've ever defended a thesis before. But <laughs> when you just, when you just say no, <laughs> they, what, listen, here's a man who came in. He came in with a national identity, German. He came in with a second denomination, Baptist. What did he do when he founded the town? He stripped himself of all other ties. He said, this is this town is not Baptist Brethren, Michigan. It's not German Brethren, Michigan. It's Brethren, Michigan. Uh. He repented and made it pure <laughs> Brethren. Continue, Jackson. <laughs> so some featured theological components of, I guess, the town, but more <laughs> the the brethren from which he comes from is triune baptism. Does that mean anything to you guys? Uh, I agree with it, whatever it is. <laughs> it's, it's triple dunking. Triple dunking. In the name really? Of the, in the name of the Father, splash. In the name of the Son, splash. In the name of the Holy Spirit, ah. splash. Brilliant. Brilliant, yep. What else do they say? New Testament as the infallible guide in all spiritual matters. They have a love feast. They do washing of the feet. They have a love feast? Yep, they have a love feast after communion. That is early church style. Oh, my goodness. They still do uh, the holy kiss salutation, too. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. Wash feet and then uh, anointing with oil. And this this is the piece of myself is their uh, pacifistic non-resistance views mm. too, which I think is an uh, essential component of the brethren tradition. Absolutely, absolutely. like <laughs> well, yeah, even yeah, the you know <laughs> e- even the fact that they're an unincorporated community, all that means is that they're not governed by their own community. They're governed by the larger township. They have given up power. <laughs> And said, let someone else govern us so that we may live the way of the Lord. (laughs) Gorgeous. That's some good spin. (laughs) Isn't it great? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Tanner, what what have you... uh, I have never heard of the triple triple Duncan. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that, but I don't... It's kind of awesome. Yeah. On the face of it, I don't have problems with it, but maybe some... Maybe our folks at Desiring God, our sister station. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was our mother last time. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a devolving relationship. Aren't Although they, we can't use the word evolving. <laughs> they're, they're like a, a strange nephew voice removed. They uh, would probably have a reason to correct us about that, why it's but wrong. Looking up the town of Brethren did lead me to the Church of the Brethren. In Whoa, Brethren, whoa, whoa. Before we get sure. into that. I'm two thirds of the way to a triple dunk. <laughs> like <laughs> my first one in the United Church, let's call that the baptism of the Father. You were baptized as a baby. The sec, yeah. Okay. The second one in the Brethren Church, we'll call that the baptism of Jesus. Obviously. <laughs> now all I need is to get baptized in the Holy Spirit. No, but Tanner, you're doing. <laughs> Let him finish. It's to be, Let him finish. It's supposed to be one baptism with. Three Which means that I might parts. have to go to a Pentecostal church and have Shailene teach me a few things. <laughs> I love this. It's so wrong and good. 
Okay, tell me about their church, Dave. Actually, I think we should save their church for last. I don't know. Before we get too deep, let me point out the main attraction of Brethren, Michigan. Oh, yes. I have a list of attractions. Oh, Continue. you do? I'll, I'll, we'll start out with the Kaliva Bottle House. In 19- no, that's in Kaliva. No, it's in it's in Brethren. Kaliva's a different town, though. Are you sure? Yeah, man. Oh. It's in the area, though. Uh, Manistee. I'll, att- I'll attribute it to Brethren. Yeah. In 1941... A unique home was built. Oh, I guess it is in Kaliva. Shoot. Okay. At this point, Tanner is going to continue to prove his thesis by stating some interesting facts about brethren. (laughs) Okay. The theme of the town is small community, large family. You can't get a response out of us. That is like the gospel in four words. Small community. I I just... Okay. How many miles... (laughs) How many miles do you think the town of Brethren is from Grand Rapids, Michigan, the other holiest city in the world, where Zondervan, right. our holy shrine, exists? I'm going to guess 666. 111. <laughs> the number of the Trinity. Uh, one, one, one. So this is kilometers or this is miles? Well, it's miles because it's in the States. And it is 111 miles. It's 111 miles from the second holiest city. <laughs> this is perfect. That is a sign. That is triune. Like, God, if God wrote that in a cornfield, it wouldn't be clear, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I would take the cornfield. And I think to Dave's point, too, is that Brethren is technically more north than Toronto, a place that we despise, right? Yes. Yep. And the more north, oh, the better. Are we going back to my old system? Yeah, remember that? Let's yeah. forget about that part. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Brethren High School is 169 students. So if there's 400 in the town, I mean, they're having a lot of kids. Mm. Oh, yeah. These these are quiverful families. This is great. Student-teacher ratio is 19 to 1. That's That's better than my school. I've got that 13.9% of the town of Brethren didn't complete third or ninth grade. (laughs) The U.S. I didn't read that. (laughs) The U.S. is five point nine percent. So they're right. Yeah, they're not wanting like the mark of the beast on them that (laughs) secular education will give you. They have a. They're going to learn how to churn butter with their parents. They have a. They have a ten point five percent college graduation rate compared to the U.S.'s twenty eight point eight percent. Wow. Again, do you really believe that college <laughs> is a godly place, Dave? That's where they well, do philosophy, Dave. That's college, where they do philosophy, right? Yeah. You don't go to places where they do philosophy. Dave, this actually just completely matches you. You don't believe that college <laughs> has anything to do with Jesus. Oh, no. Not at all. <sighs> they are. So there you go. Jesus didn't go to college. This town <laughs> is like well below state standards across the board. <laughs> <laughs> hey now, wait a they second. Said, I found that they said that sixty percent of students are considered economically disadvantaged. What? I did read and that. I did read that. That's so sad. But at the same time, <laughs> brethren, bobcats. The bobcat is a noble animal who doesn't call attention to itself, <laughs> much like the brethren. <laughs> and there was a review from a student on their high school that said brethren high is where it's at (laughs) our our school no no our school has no bullying issues 
the teachers really are about you. And no matter what, you can always find a friend. Yeah, a kid said this. An illiterate grade nine kid said this, of course, Tanner. <laughs> you can tell it's their parents, right? It's like <laughs> hacking into their account and doing school reviews. Because they, they won't let their kids have computers because they're churning butter in the back. Right, like, okay, this is another student, and you just know it's their parent who's writing this. I currently attend Brethren High School, and the excellent teaching staff is what makes this school special. <laughs> oh, my God. They use personal connections to make learning easy and fun. <laughs> and then at the end it says, no one will be judged at this school. Oh, my goodness. This town. Wow. Wow. What a town. <laughs> like, Tanner, the... You would have to make a be pressed hard to defend how this doesn't sound kind of cultish. <laughs> no, no, but you haven't heard the rest of it. Okay, Michigan.org, the tourist uh, website for the state, calls Brethren an outdoor lover's dream. And guess how many times the article from that website has been shared on Facebook? Seven. Oh, the perfect <laughs> number. <laughs> Tell me God is not behind this place. <laughs> There's no other explanation. Tanner, did you happen to look up the crime in Brethren? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you looked up the crime rate in Brethren? Yeah, we need to hear this. This is so good. Okay, so Brethren... Okay, but know that crime rates are notoriously unreliable well, statistics. Okay. You know what the thing is, though? And, and the is... U.S. has a problem with mass incarceration. And no, I, I'm going just... to you... tell you, like, I think that... With a, with a population of 410, it's, like, statistics are skewed so much by just single people, right? Like, True. If there's just a couple bad eggs in Brethren, it's going to skew. Which there isn't. Well, okay, Brethren has a crime rate 6% higher than the national average. <laughs> so that means, that means four more people are committing crimes. It's all the teenagers from Kaliva coming over <laughs> to our town. They're tossing <laughs> bottles at our school. It got... Making ruckus. Um, it is said to be safer than only 20% of American cities. So... <laughs> okay, this town is in the middle of nowhere. Why would people want to be there in the first place? In, and why would there be crime there? In Brethren, you have a 1 in 34 chance of being the victim of a crime. <laughs> And this and this was this this next stat was the stat like oh, I I don't know what to do with the stat. Okay. The the percentage of US citizens that are registered sex offenders. Oh no. Is <laughs> Continue is Dave. 0.2% of all of the United States. Yes. Yep. Brethren <laughs> Brethren Michigan's is 2%. Okay, now in a, listen. In a town of 400, I can explain this. Of 410 people. Ten, ten. Listen, listen. Oh my goodness. What was the perfect church in all human history? The early church. Okay, now that we've established <laughs> that, if we had looked at the past and the histories of the people in the early church, they wouldn't have looked so good on oh, yeah, statistically. Sure. They would have been full of zealots. And tax collectors and thieves. <laughs> and you know what? Because they followed the brethren way back then, God saw it and covered it with his 
holiness. It was imputed onto <laughs> that community. But Brethren has existed for 150 years. They're in the third generation right now. You're saying they're in the third generation. What does that mean? That means that they should have uprooted all the sex offenders that are in there that started the churches. <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> you know that the government of the U.S. of A., that yep. liberal government, they are cracking down hard on Christian folk with their persecution. Mm. Donald Trump said that he was audited by the IRS because yeah. he was a Christian. Yeah. And it's very yeah. likely that these crimes are religious persecution. Will you bow down to this image of Satan? No. Well, I'm going to charge you with loitering. <laughs> That's what the state troopers are like. I do want to say, I, I, I feel bad about sort of my attitude towards all of this, but I was, it's just that I was blown away in looking at the stats on this town. Right. Just being like, whoa, like, these aren't good stats. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not trying to take it lightly, or but it's just like, man, when I was when I was looking at it, I was just like, oh my goodness, what's what's going on in this I, town? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what is it about? <laughs> like, listen, 10.2 percent of the population is below the poverty line in Brethren. Oh the yeah, the national average was 11 percent. It's like checkmate. Brethren's uh, average income is about. 14,000 uh, less than the a the national average a year. It's like 41. 41 they're to not, They're choosing to live simply. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Brethren way. So that makes sense. We're sex and, offenders and we have no money. We're sex offenders and we have no money. And in this Garden of Eden, 97.3% of the people are white. Ooh. Hey, their high school was described as diverse <laughs> by one of these supposed students who's actually a teacher. Now, we have not gotten to the best part about Brethren. Do you know what their t their annual event is they're known for? No. Brethren Days. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that that has anything. I think it's just like. If K Days was called Edmonton Days, <laughs> no, Dave, you can't be campaigning like that. I wouldn't think about it that way, Dave. Once you hear what the events are, all right, tell me, very hit biblical. Me. Hit me with it. <laughs> hit me with it. And and by the way, this is the perfect time of year for your pilgrimage. I would say huh. is two brethren days. Um, catch it at peak season. Lots of indulgences to be had. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Slow. Wow, that was a sentence. Um, what what months is our Brethren Days during? I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. There's a cardboard boat race, which is fun for the whole family. Mm -hmm. I support that. A five-kilometer run. That's less good. A softball tournament. <laughs> Pancake breakfast. All right. Okay, go on. Horseshoe tournament. That's that's good. Something in their event schedule that lasts four hours called Peace Love Music. Do they have electricity <laughs> there? It for sure sounds like it's like a four hour acid trip they all go on. <laughs> Peace Love Music. <laughs> There's something called a cornhole tournament, which I have never heard of. I don't want us to describe it, no. There's fireworks. 
Okay. Right. Okay. Listen, the community church service on Sunday morning is part of the brethren days. There is no separation between community life and church life. That's, Look at that. Is it held at Lakeview? One day church a year. One day a year. There's no separation between community and church life, right? That's what you're saying, Tanner? Yes. That's right. <laughs> Election day? <laughs> and Dave, I would like you, before I do the grand finale, tell us about the wonders of their churches. Okay, well... I was looking up uh, their religious stats, and it seemed like the the the, the predominant rolling in at twenty percent was Baptist, huh. which I'm wondering if that like I don't I don't see a category for brethren, so I'm wondering if it's sort of rolled up into there. Right. Right. The like, assumption is that everybody's a brethren. Right, and then they just do Baptist on the side. <laughs> oh, they're infiltrating the Baptists uh, on the side, right? Well, you, yeah. you'd be a Baptist, and if not a Baptist, you'd be Episcopalian or Catholic. Huh? And you no, would... no, I think you're misunderstanding the survey. The survey is everybody's a brethren. <laughs> if God forced you to leave the brethren church, which would be your second choice? I can tell you, Baptist twenty percent. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, rolling in at the big zeros are Islam. Jewish yeah. and LDS. <laughs> wow. Wow. And anything considered East, it just says Eastern. So any of the Eastern religions. Big but zeros. in a way, <laughs> oh my goodness. But in a way, I would say that the Brethren Michigan folk are the Latter day Saints. Like it's, it's as if Jesus had established a colony in North America. <laughs> But it wasn't in Utah. It was, in fact, in Brethren, Michigan. So I, I think they're there, fair to call it the Church of the Latter-day Saints. So That's I, very fair. I did find a church called Lakeview Church of the Brethren. Okay. Yes. I don't know. I could, like I I didn't do much looking it up. So I don't know if it's a, if it's currently used or if it's right. not. But it, it's there. Right. Which just led me on this that there is this denomination called the church of the brethren. Hmm. And I was wondering why isn't Capilano part of the church of the brethren? Right. Yeah. So I went on their website and I was like looking around and, and they were really big into like peaceful things. They had stuff up on, uh, being total pacifism and yeah. like they're wanting to push through bills on conscientious objection wow. for war and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And I found out, that Brethren's have a magazine. Do you guys what? Know? Brethren's have a magazine. We have. At least we got to save that for our next episode. <laughs> yeah, we need to investigate the Brethren magazine. It's called the Messenger, or or Messenger magazine. Messenger magazine. That is so biblical. I, I wow. only okay. I only read one article, so I don't know if it's like <laughs> out to lunch. Right. But the one article I read was it was very thoughtful and loving. It was about it was about America's attitude toward Muslims, and it was about. Christians need to be loving and inclusive. Wow. Huh. But check it out. Messenger the... magazine huh. from Church of the Brethren. <laughs> we fully endorse it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. We are expecting our royalties soon. I do think this town has to sponsor us at some point. <laughs> they couldn't afford us. <laughs> We're a free podcast and they couldn't afford us. Like their Department of Tourism has to be like... Two old guys who meet in a like in the 
fire hall for breakfast on Saturdays. <laughs> They're like, how are we going to get the youth here? Look no further. All right, Tanner. Are you going to lead us out with the uh, – you have a final thing? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know how in an essay, in a thesis, you yes. save your best argument for last. I am oh, so yeah. excited. Wait, you so, haven't had your best argument yet? <laughs> what could be better than I know, there's been the so previous? many gems. <laughs> this one, this is the kind of episode you have to listen to three or four times to really let it sink in. <laughs> Nobody ep- is going to listen to this Of episode. all the episodes to <laughs> not listen to, times. it's this one. <laughs> I wonder how many people are still listening at this point. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Final point. Guess... Who lived in Brethren, Michigan? None other than James Earl Jones. Remember who you are. Remember. That was actually really good. (laughs) Yes, that's right. The voice of Mufasa himself, James Earl Jones. And Darth Vader. Yeah, one of the greatest voices in Hollywood. Really? And a black man, I should mention, <laughs> for you diversity cynics over there. He was the 3% at one point, wasn't he? Here's his story, and this is true, which actually blew my mind. Okay, when he was five, James Earl Jones moved to his grandparents' farm near Brethren, Michigan, in Jackson, Michigan. He, he I think he's originally from Louisiana, but he found the tra- transition to be so traumatic that he developed a severe stutter and refused to speak. Okay, so like the greatest voice in Hollywood right. refused to speak as a child. Oh my okay? goodness, Tanner, go on. This is enrapturing. The pun intended. When he, <laughs> when he moved to Brethren, Michigan, a teacher helped him overcome his stutter. He remained functionally mute for eight years until he entered high school. James Earl Jones started so bad he didn't talk until Brethren, Michigan healed him. Was this this a school in Brethren? Yeah, yeah, Brethren High School. The Brethren Bobcats. Ooh, go Bobcats. (laughs) So he credits his English teacher, Donald Crouch, uh, who discovered he had a gift for writing poetry with helping him end his silence. Wow. So I think that's super legit that the greatest voice of our generation came out of Brethren, Brethren's healing powers. We what hate. I'm trying to say is, <laughs> brethren will heal everything. I, if you're sick, you need to do a pilgrimage to brethren. <laughs> we need to do for a eight years of silence. Yes, live on location in <laughs> brethren. Oh man, if we did an on location in brethren, Michigan for brethren days, holy cow! <laughs> we, yeah, we need to be there for brethren days. This this peace love music. <laughs> we need to experience Let's go on a <laughs> four hour acid trip together. <laughs> okay, okay, Tanner, you convinced me it's, it's the second Garden of Eden. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It, it must be, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so pumped by this place. And so that is how you fill a second episode. <laughs> oh. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> I'm Tanner Hobbs. David Schroeder. I'm Jackson Bryan. See you in Brethren. <laughs>